Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, welcome to the Hollywood Life Podcast. We have got a very special guest here today and we've got so much to talk about with her. We are sitting here in our Hollywood Life podcast studio, Gino and I, uh, with Brandy Glanville. Welcome, Brandy. Thank you for What's having going on? me. Yeah, Hi. Back on the show once again. Have I done the show before? Yeah, you have. We used to be even on the same podcast network. We were doing some cross promotion in the past with you. Oh, and then you guys ditched me? <laughs> we didn't ditch you. <laughs> never. We would, ne- we would never. No, of course not. Okay. But listen, you are such a busy lady. I'm so glad we've been able to catch you because you've just come off one big reality show, which we'll talk about. But we are going to start with your brand new upcoming reality show, Marriage Boot Camp Reality Stars Family Edition, which debuts Friday, March 9th on WeTV. It's a lot of hyphens. <laughs> I know. Well, the title of the show. It's very odd, right? It's yeah. like mar- marriage. There's no, I'm not, well, there are people that are married, but it's like marriage boot camp. It's, it's confusing even for me. Side it is. note. I know. I totally had to write it all down because there's just no way I could I could memorize that. And you went on this with your dad. Yes. Have you, and what, your dad's name is Guy. Yes. Has your Have you ever had your dad on any of your reality shows before? Was this his? Was he a virgin for reality shows? No, he actually has been on. Um, he was on uh, Real Housewives with me quite a bit, and they kind of covered our contentious relationship when I had a book signing in Sacramento, and he wasn't talking to me because of things I wrote <laughs> in the book. Oh, so no. they did cover it a little on Housewives. So as you know, that's you know a show that's not really about the families so much of the housewives. It's more about, you know, people having rosé and throwing wine and <laughs> crying over diamonds. So why did you decide to do this show and do it with your father? I mean, you've you've got issues. So with him, but why take them public again? Well, they approached me and they said, is there anyone in your family that you really, you know, you have problems with that you need to work out? And to be honest, I get along with everyone in my family except for my dad. Wow. So I didn't want – I wanted the show to be genuine. I didn't want to just bring someone in and fake it like I think half of the people do. Maybe not on this show but on some of the shows I've seen. Um, I want it to be real. So I asked my dad and he was gung-ho for it and I was shocked. I was shocked. I thought for sure he would shut it down and say no. But he said, you know, you know, we do need to work on us and let's do this and – of course, the fact that I offered him some of my paycheck helped. <laughs> <laughs> Money always talks. Well, wait, wait, wait. They're, were they going to have him on the show and not pay him? One, uh, well, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't think, I didn't realize you could do that. I would well, be like, they yeah. generally, I think that. Isn't there like a minimum that you have to pay? Um, I don't think so. I, I don't know. I, I think everyone has different contracts. He's but not union. I guess he's not in like the actors guild. So he wouldn't have to get a ch- check. I guess that's well, weird. the last show I did be- one of the shows, a cooking show prior to that, they, they offered me a salary and not my partner. And so they said, do you want to cook with someone that, you know, so I paid the partner out of what I got. I, I just think that's the right thing to do. I don't know that everyone does that. 
Because a lot of times you can get your mom or your sister or something to right. just do it for free right. so you can get the money. I feel like that's like step one to mending a relationship with your dad is yeah. offering <laughs> a little, little bit of that uh, sweet, sweet cash. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. So tell us for, for our listeners who aren't familiar with your issues with your dad, what why don't you get along with your dad? What's the problem when we or get problems? A, yeah, when we get along, we do get along great. And I absolutely adore him, but he is crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm a middle child and he always has had a better relationship with my sister and my brother. And, he, you know, I said, you, you know, you act like you like them better. He's like, well, I do. So really, he told you he likes your older, your siblings better than you. Well, yes. that's, that's definitely problem creating. Well, I mean, it, you can love all three kids the same and like one, you know, not as much as the other because I was always the one that wouldn't walk on eggshells around him and told him what I thought of what he was doing and what I didn't like or how if I didn't like the way he was treating my mom. I was the first one to speak up. You know, my parents got married very early. Um, they were 19. That's and really young. Yeah. yeah. So they had, you know, there was a lot of fighting over money and whatnot. And I just would never stay quiet. I would always be in my dad's face, you know protecting my mom and so it just it it kind of moved on through you know high school it was really hard we didn't have a great relationship um we fought over basically just how he treated my mom and um that was a big deal for me my brother and sister my mom they didn't really speak up because they were afraid of his his anger and he wasn't physical but was he verbally abusive to your mom um he had his moments of you know they fought a lot over money and and different things and he would always think that she was having an affair with one of my gymnastic coaches oh and my God. they were both gay so <laughs> that wasn't happening um it was just you know one of those things where he but both my parents worked a ton and uh, my mom cleaned houses my dad had three jobs and it was just they were raising three kids and you know when you're young doesn't and you leave a lot struggles. of time for an affair no but there's also struggles within and my mom is one of the very passive and i didn't like to see her get walked all over so i spoke up and that just always caused problems oops yeah i spoke up a lot and it always caused problems for you know my mom and dad so when i was 16 i moved out i was like later people i'm going because i didn't want to be the problem maker anymore um and it's just on and off my whole life we get in fights take breaks and then my dad started getting sick so um he's had about seven heart surgeries now and you know and one of the the last time he was in icu for a long time and i realized that we, we weren't talking at the time and i said one of these times he's gonna die when we're on a break from not talking and I realized that uh, we needed to fix things so that wouldn't happen. Well, I think that's really wise of you. How do how does he get along with your mother now? With this, they're great now. I mean, my mom and dad, the kids are gone. Are they <laughs> my, together still? They're still together. Yeah. Um, my mom's like, if I didn't get to go to work every day, I would probably kill him. But she gets up and she goes to work every day. And my dad is, you know, he's um, retired, but he's a handyman, and they're great. And so what, when you, you went to marriage boot camp, and do you feel like you came, the two of you came out of it with a better understanding of each other? Did you resolve some of your issues? We absolutely did. Um, I think it was important to have a mediator because in the past, my mom didn't want to get involved and we would just yell and yell and yell. And there was no, there was no one to step in and say, okay, you're right, you're wrong. Or what's going on? What's the bigger picture? So we were forced to deal with our issues 
in a lot of different ways. We had different exercises and it took a little, I mean, it took a lot of pushing, but finally my dad kind of let his guard down and we, we had a real blow up fight and you got to see what his issues were with me and why he had, was harboring this anger towards me and where they all kind of stem from. And we decided that we were, they can't be resolved, you know, because he doesn't like the fact that I have fake boobs. Well, guess what? I have fake boobs. (laughs) (laughs) What should I do about that? Right. Um, Sorry, dad. But these are like the things that seem to bother him, but they're not changeable. So um, he also doesn't like the fact that he reads things online about me and he thinks that no matter what they're true, everything he reads, he believes is true. And so dad called me and asked me, you know, so we got to, you know, get to the root of what the problems were and, and the fact that some of them weren't fixable and some of them were. And it was, um, it was very interesting. It was taxing. I've never shared a room with my dad in my life. We had a little tiny room with two beds and I was like, this is not happening. That is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the whole thing is weird though. Like yeah. I'm going on marriage boot camp. With my dad, yeah, is a little. You got to read the. Dad. You got to read the rest of that title to, <laughs> for it yeah. to make sense, right? Well, you know, I, I, I hope that he has resolved some of his issues because you know I think your realization that life is short, and that there's no like if, if it ends like like you said. If he goes one day because of his heart issues, like then you can't fix things. And I hope that he could see that too. Why take that anger? Yeah, I don't want to have regrets, and I don't right. like I could walk out. And At get least hit you by try. Bus, you know, yeah. I, I want to have some sort of resolution to know that at the end of the day, maybe we're going to fight over certain things, but to say I love you when we talk, to talk more, not to we literally will quit on each other. You're dead to me. I hate you. Like it's crazy. Because we both have the Glanville temper, which is not, it's not a hot thing, but it is actually a very hot temper. I feel like when people get into these kind of fights that you're having with your dad, it usually does come down to these kind of first principles where people will get stuck on something that is kind of an immovable object. And like, he's not really being rational with, I don't think my daughter should have breast implants, therefore we're not going to have a good relationship. Like (laughs) when, when someone's, when you've cornered someone into like kind of an irrational position, they always like stick to it even harder. Like you can't really back them off. Right. Well, it's confusing. It was confusing for me because growing up, my parents were hippies. They were both always naked and it was, we were always, every picture of us as kids, we were naked. I'm like, put some clothes on us. Um, we had playboy on our coffee table just for everyone to see. It, It was like, they were so, not conservative and now in their older age my dad has turned into this more conservative person where it's like where's your bra and why don't wear a loose you know low tank top and i'm like who are you to a lot of people yeah it does and i i I don't know how it hasn't happened to me i are they sitting around watching a lot of fox news that's sort of what happened (laughs) that's what happened to my grandparents is they you know just started watching too much cable news and got very very I don't know when you're not something changes, you're stuck in the house a little bit and you just Sean Hannity winds you up every evening. You get a little weird, right? Like go out. You need to, you're blaming it all on Fox. That was my experience with the older people in my family. They got a little like either way, just watching too much TV, you know, right. in it's, the it, retirement. It's weird to go through and have these hippie, you know, naked. My mom never wore a bra my whole life. And now all of a sudden my dad's conservative and my mom's a little con- getting more conservative and I'm like who are you people what if yeah, you just told strange. him that you got them removed like he would never know 
<laughs> I don't feel the need. I'm not going to change myself. I'm a 45 year old woman. I'm not right. going to change myself for. My and dad. she shouldn't have to lie. Like your, yeah, exactly. your parents should love you and accept you without um, limits, right? That's what it, it's 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 supposed to be a non exactly yeah. unconditional love. Now, what about the other people you're with? Like, did you how and did did you interact a lot like with Amber Portwood? <laughs> we interacted plenty, um, more than I would like, actually. Yes. Um, and what, what were those issues? Uh, you know, we were in a house with, you know, what, one, two, three, four other uh, families. And I got along with, every, like, I was one of the Jones's families. I got along with everyone except for Amber. And I, I don't know what it really was about her, but she has a lot of anger. And it's everybody else's fault but her own. And so she has this victim role that she likes to play. And it's it's okay until you you put it on me or my dad. You know, you have to own your own. I don't know if you can cuss. I'm trying not to. But you have to own your own crap. And you can't blame everyone else for your problems. Well, also, I mean, she just met you, right? Yeah, no. Like, so how could you be responsible for all the issues that she's had? It's not even just me being responsible. It's... It's her, she was like, well, my mom did this and my boyfriend did this. And, and then she would come at my dad about something that she didn't like in the house. And uh, it, nothing was her fault. But she was also very caught up about her fame and her show and how everyone in the house is jealous of her. And I was like, honey, I'm not jealous of you. You got you know, pregnant as a teen and you had your kid taken away. Yeah, I'm jealous of you, honey. Stop. <laughs> um, so and- we can expect to see some drama from um, you and Amber together in upcoming y- episodes. Yes. Um, she definitely, she you know, went around preaching that she was sober. Meanwhile, she was drinking Moscato all day and taking Adderall and oh, mood, no, that's mood on- behaving with some isn't other that, medication. Yeah, isn't that why she had her daughter taken away? You know what? I, I I don't know. I didn't watch Teen Mom, but I can tell you I don't think that that's a good mixture. And then to call me out for drinking wine, I'm like, okay, this is where am I right now? Um, drinking wine, you're a housewife. That's like, see, that's like and so, one of the five main food groups for I have, a housewife. Exa- it's, it's the main food group. <laughs> Especially rosé. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what, is this, what is this stuff with you and Omarosa? Us Weekly is claiming that you asked Omarosa if she slept with Trump. Well, oh, wait yeah, a second. Let, let's just <laughs> intro this for our listeners because the, the you've you've been in a lot of houses, so you came <laughs> so out many of, houses. Yes, you, I'm so like you just, a foster grown up. Before the marriage <laughs> boot camp reality stars house, you were in the celebrity Big Brother house. Like literally, you just that most you, it was that the most just, recent one, right? Yeah, that just came out. You that were, was just on. You and were you just were itching with to get out of there. Apparently, Amorosa. <laughs> No, no, it was, yeah, uh, she, she was my roommate. We shared a room and I was like sleeping with one eye open going, is she going to kill me in the middle of the night? She's the ultimate backstabber, right? She is the ultimate villain. She's so shady. She's so shady, but she's so incredibly smart and to be smart and evil. Ooh, you have to be careful. Well, so if she's so smart and so evil, did that make her perfect for the White House or was she too smart for the White House? I mean, obviously, I don't don't think the White House is smart at all right now. And she's definitely not too smart for any like the White House. But she as far as reality television, she's done 37 shows. She knows what she's doing. (laughs) Like it's 37. (laughs) I didn't even know they had 37. So even more than you've done. Oh, yeah. I've done like seven. (laughs) Okay. So I I, know there were 37. Yeah. I mean, all she did was talk about it. But, you know, it it was exhausting because she would in one sentence say something horrible about Trump and then the next sentence say something great about him. And 
it was just, it was getting to be too much. And I just, I was curious as to why they had such a close relationship over so many years. I mean, I did Celebrity Apprentice. I don't talk to him on the mm-hmm, phone. I didn't mm-hmm. connect with him like Great that. Great point. And there are rumors about certain women that had slept with him over uh-huh. on The Apprentice. There are uh-huh. a lot of rumors. Yes. And I get asked that a lot because somebody said... Okay, so we're just asking it. We're going back to Gino's question. Yeah. So do you think that they had an affair at one point? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's... It's it's very possible. When I asked her, she got very defensive. She said, "Oh, I thought that was you." I'm like, "No." What? <laughs> she thought you had I'm an like, affair no, with Trump? No, oh, not at all. Like your rubber arm glue, right? No, she was. She definitely. I, I called her trick. the bomb dropper. She just walked around and said crazy shit, Oop, stuff, and then <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You can swear on our show. Okay. Okay. And then just walked away and and sat back and watched people like like circle around and like spin around going what just happened we have to rethink our you know that's who she is when if they had an affair when do you think it happened I I would I wouldn't even know they've been friends since she started on the show and you know he loves a beautiful woman she's very attractive I don't I don't know why do you think that he tapped her to be in the White House um. She was in the White House prior to his uh, him taking you know over the Oval Office. She was in the White House when the Clintons were there. She worked in um, I forget what it was. She has been yeah. She was there. I know. Really? I didn't know. Listen, never heard of that. According to her, well, that so might be yeah. She might be making up history. She could okay. have, listen. She could have been lying the whole time, but she did say that she worked for the Clintons in the White House, and so it wasn't. And she had she studied at I think Brown. Um, university, it was at Brown, and she studied politics. I don't know. She she apparently has been doing this kind of thing for a political long time. work. Yeah. So you think that he tapped her because of her expertise in the white, like in knowing how the White House could function? Do you think she did? She ever talk about what her job actually was there? <laughs> she had an. She had. A, that's a mystery, I think, for most people. Well, she had certain things that she couldn't say because, on occasion, over the microphones, they would say, "Let's remember what is sensitive and what is not," because she could come out and say something that and get sued by you know sued by Trump. I'm sure there's no way they just let her walk away from the administration without an NDA. Like, th- there's impossible. So, like, in the beginning, they were protecting her, pulling her away, saying, be careful what you're talking about, be careful, be careful. But at a certain point, you know, it falls on her. But she didn't really give us any real explanation. She's like, I'll tell you at the barbecue after. I'll tell you at the barbecue after. And we're just like, okay, lady. So she never really talked about what she did there because that's just a gigantic mystery for everybody. Now, do she, you- she also apparently is lying I mean, she apparently was working with the White House, but she's been saying she was handling logistics. But a former Gore staffer said this was not true. And it looks like she was fired then. So From the Clintons. She, yeah. So <laughs> she was fired twice from two different White Houses <laughs> in two and, different parties. And from Celebrity Apprentice. Now, a lot. <laughs> now what, do you th- what did she really say about Trump? I mean, we saw what she said to Ross Matthews, that we should all be very afraid. Yeah. Did she say anything more? than that you know what i you were gonna have to watch the live feeds and check it out i'm not you know i don't i don't remember everything she said at a point i stopped listening to her altogether. <laughs> so she, she didn't say anything nuts. to you that made you that was just like so astounding that you thought oh my god the country is in danger no i mean she did say that we're all in trouble and that bluetooth you know the bluetooth technology is our you know biggest weakness and i mean all of these things that i just don't care about 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. She's like, it's like you guys were in, <laughs> it's like you guys were in prison and she's well, like yeah. that crazy cellmate who's always like bragging about their former crimes and you're just like, whatever, Omarosa. No, seriously. At like, one point we all looked at each other. I'm like, everything that she says is a lie. You guys don't let her get in your head. She's just like full of tall tales really? at all times. Um, so do you think that that was something she had in common with Trump? Or do you think she learned <laughs> to lie from him? Bond. I have no idea. I had very little interaction with him on Celebrity Apprentice. So oh. Yeah, I what mean, was your memory of him when you were on? He was lovely to me. I mean, he was nice in the boardroom. I saw him very little. And I, ha- I really didn't have... People were like, was he inappropriate? He wasn't. If he was, I would be happy to say it because I think he's ruining our country. But um, I don't really have any stories. Did did you when you worked with him like could you ever have imagined that he could become president? Um, no, <laughs> I don't think he ever imagined. I think he woke up one day and was like, you know what? I think I'll be president. I think that's how he just operates. He's very um. It seems to be uh, self important. And did you feel when you were on Celebrity Apprentice, Apprentice this sense of charisma that? obviously some of the people in this country really feel um no (laughs) i did not i mean he was he was lovely his kids were lovely you know within the game show that we were on i don't understand the ignorance of the people that wanted to put somebody who's never been in the political arena you know to lead our country i don't get that um he's you know he pays less taxes than i do and i don't own anything so it's it's shocking to me that people would want somebody that goes around the system to be running our system. Yes. Now, how do you know he pays less taxes? Have you seen his tax returns? No. I mean, <laughs> it's all it's all over. Uh, just what I've seen on the fake news. He's like he's a billionaire paying fewer taxes than I do. No. Yeah. He, well, he was bragging about like sort of avoiding taxes because that's how the system is set up. He said, you know, I'm smart. That's that's exactly. that's what the law allows for. So of course I avoid paying taxes because there's loopholes. Um, do you do you keep in touch with any of your former castmates from Housewives? Uh, yes, I keep in touch with Kim Richards a lot. Um, I keep in touch. I ran into Lisa Renna. I run into all of them. I mean, it's a small town. I saw Kyle. In L.A. Yeah, in Beverly, in Beverly Hills. Hills. Yeah. Um, that's still where you live? Uh, I live in the Valley. I live in Sherman Oaks. Oh, that's nice. Yes, it's great. Um, but you run into all of them. Keeping in touch mostly just with Kim. I see Renna. We always say hello. But I you 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 knocked heads with Lisa Renna a lot, haven't you? I mean, the only thing we really thought about was her and Kim, like her outing Kim's not like not being sober. So and it was more me just protecting Kim because I felt like she was in a very fragile place. And when you're in that place, you don't really need somebody pointing it out and going, no, 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 you're not sober. It's very obvious when someone's struggling. And so that was the only thing we really ever butted heads about. But otherwise, we got along prior to that and after that. And when I see her, we're fine. It's just it was it's hard when someone's going after your friend and your friend is not all together in that moment. Right. And how's Kim doing now? She's doing great right now. She's, you know, focusing on her grandchild and 
I haven't actually talked to her since I've been out of the Big Brother house, but I've only been out for like four days. <laughs> well, so. yeah, you've been out for four days. You know, it must be so strange when you're in these houses to lose contact with everybody. Are you allowed to check on your kids, like to call and see how they're no, doing? Nothing. You have no contact with the outside world. It's the wor- It's the worst it's horrible, but at the same time, I'm a single mom. I have to pay the bills, so I don't really have a choice. It's not like I'm a lawyer and I can <laughs> just, you know, go and practice law. No, I understand. Cash. How old are your boys now? Fourteen and ten. Oh, and so do they stay with Eddie when when you're in the house? Yes. So when I'm working, they stay with him, and when he's working, they stay with me. And we have a really good yes, it's fine, kind of relationship in that way. We have no problems with scheduling. Like right now he's in Vancouver working, so I'll have them for the next couple months. Um, they're with grandma while I'm in New York. But um, so, you know, I had he had them for 20 days. Now I'll have them. But it works out. When he comes home on the weekends, I'm happy to let him see them. And we just – we both have to work, so we make it happen, make it work. Yes, because you've had – there's you've had a contentious relationship with – with he and his new wife, Lee. Well, I guess it's not like new anymore. Not, not Leanne like, Rhymes. <laughs> but would you say that you're in a good state with them right now? Or is it still a lot of friction? No, I mean, I don't. I just spoke. I speak with Eddie, you know, and we and about scheduling and about stuff for school. And you know, one of our uh, sons has started private school. So there's a lot going on with that. Um but I don't really speak to her, and anything that Eddie and I talk about has solely to do with the children. So we're okay right now. Um, that could it may, could change at any minute. Do you have to live close to each other so they can go to the same – like so it's not a problem with going yes. to school? You have to be within 50 miles of one another. We're 10 miles away. So, yeah, it's not a problem. So they, you can get them to school easily. Yeah. And, um, you know, why do you feel like, um, like, I think from what I understand from reading, like you feel like Leanne was, um, you know, just like trying to make things difficult or to try and make you jealous when she had the kids. You know, what? I put that behind me, so I don't even want to bring that up now because it's old news. Well, that's good. It's yeah. good you didn't have to go on marriage boot camp for that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's very difficult, I think, in every divorce, though. Like whether you're, you know, a celebrity or not a celebrity to, you know, to get through it and to deal with new mates and everything. It's always a a tough thing to work out. Yeah. And you're not saying anything. You see, she's very, the lips are zipped about this. Saves it for her own podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And so in in terms of the future of um, Beverly Hills, are you going to be um, going on to the next season, at least part-time? I have no idea. You know, I will see Andy tomorrow night, and I'll ask him then, how's that? Is it Andy, so- Andy Cohen, the producer of yes. Real Housewives. We're doing Watch What Happens Live tomorrow night. So, Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. That, that show's always fun. He always gets you to play, like, games where you say too much and get yourself in serious trouble. Yep, and get sued, and it's like a four-year-long, yeah. True or false. I, Thanks, yep. Andy. Are you going to cover you. my medical bi- or my, my, <laughs> my lawyer bills? bills for- Trust me, I tried to get that done a long time ago. It's not <laughs> happening. Do they ever have get-togethers, like, with all of the housewives from all the different shows? Um, sometimes we do these appearance things. It's like a night with housewives and they take, you know, one or two people from each franchise. And I, we have a couple coming up. I think there's one here in New York. There's one in Detroit, I believe. And um, I'm not sure. There's three coming up. Yeah. 
It's like Comic Con for Housewives. Well, because yes. think about it. Kind like, of. you know, like tonight we're going to be watching um, the Bachelor finale, and all these people have been on the Bachelor. It's like you call it Bachelor Nation. There's so many of them now. It's but true. But I mean, there's even more housewives, like with all the different franchises. Absolutely. So, and they all keep in touch. So, is there much like cross? pollinating like are you friends with any of the other housewives yeah, from no, other shows I, I Teresa and I are close friends um I love Dorinda we text often I Kristen who used to be on New York is like one of my best friends um who else OC ladies I don't really I mean I've had dinner with them but I didn't I didn't have like a close friendship with, with any of them um Atlanta I've had a few fights with a few of the gals that was fun um <laughs> who have you had fights with uh, I won like many, many years ago. I had an argument with Kenya and I had an argument with Nini. So I, you know, I go for the head bitch in charge. <laughs> who who hasn't had an argument with Kenya? I've had arguments with I Kenya. I mean, it's or easier to do. Nini. <laughs> and Nini. <laughs> do you feel like it's something that, that in terms of being a real housewife, that only another real housewife can really understand? Um, I mean, I definitely think that we get it more than, you know, we get, we understand we the perspective of being in front of the camera, what they're looking for and what the viewers see. I mean, it's not, when I watch Housewives, let's say it's a different, it's a different show than when you watch it because I'm going, okay, what did they do behind the scenes to get that reaction? And that smile's not from that, you know, I'm kind of dissecting oh, it. It's like all the ways that they cut it up to make it appear different. Right. And so that's interesting for me. And people are like, why do you still watch? I'm like, because it's just, I, I like to watch. And if this is part of my life for six or seven years, like give me a break. It's, it's great TV. Have you ever felt like it was something like that uh, a situation came out completely different from what you were experiencing being in it? Like the way they cut it together? Um, not completely different because you have to say and do the things that, that they see that you see in order for them to happen. But a lot of times, because it is just highlights, you don't get the explanation as to why that happened. And so if I did something crazy and threw wine, you're not seeing exactly why and what she said before and after. And so there's a lot of things that are done and you're like, that was batshit crazy. But meanwhile, there was a reason, a rhyme and reason for it, but they can't, they don't have time to show the whole thing. Right. So it's not what they show, it's what they don't show, really. Right. Did you, um, do you think you're going to stay in touch with any of your uh, celebrity big brother uh, companions? Yes, I love them all. I've been texting with Ari all day. She's um, Miss, she was Miss Columbia, and then she was uh, crowned Miss Universe by Steve Harvey. And then he took it away, the crown. <laughs> and I absolutely adore yeah. her. She's like my little sister. I love Ross Matthews. I love Marissa. I love Meta World Peace. He's my fave. Um, so run, run or test for yes. people who aren't following that crazy line of name succession. I Everything about him is crazy, but he's like genuine. He's a big teddy bear. So he, uh, I didn't know who, so I was like Meta World Peace. I'm like, okay, who is this guy? I had no idea, but my son's really big into basketball. And when I found out, it was Ron Artest. I was like, I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. Like everyone knew but me. But then when I figured it out, I'm like, whoa, you're, you're a big deal. Definitely the nuttiest basketball player since Dennis Rodman. Yeah. He, he would tell me like he would develop hate for 
the other team. And he's like, not just the other team, the people that owned it, their kids, their like, like every before he went into a game. Yeah, he, he was, was like a known hitman. Like yeah. he would go out there and take people down. Like that like, was like that, yeah. the Pistons in the eighties. It was a very old school kind of throwback style of basketball where he was like the enforcer. And then he changes his name to be about like world harmony. I mean, it's so out <laughs> of it's it's very strange. I think that. I, for me, when you get older and you have kids and when I heard his life story and he's had, you know, it, it's, it's, there's some sadness, you know, to his story. I think that he really wants to change, but there, we have that. I'm, I, I'm very similar to him where we have it in us to be crazy and flip that switch. But I think ultimately inside there is a softness to him. I'm looking forward to his trip to North Korea to go visit. So I take it you're not in touch with Amorosa. She is the only phone number in, that I did not get out of the whole group, and everyone got her number. And uh, she asked me for mine. Meta and I wrote down the wrong numbers. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, so I take it that if she runs, do you think she's going to run for political office? I her story about oh, there should be more than two parties when she left. Uh, she's crazy. I think she's not disciplined enough to like stay on message and not. I mean, that didn't really affect Trump, but she just like. She has too many. She has a trail of lies behind her that yeah. I think it kind of disqualifies her. And, and there's some some of the things she has some grammatical errors. Like she she was like, there's like a banquet, you know, like this little thing. She's like, I'm gonna get one of these baguettes for my kitchen. It's not, it's not a baguette. Like it's just <laughs> it's not bread. So I don't think I want her in the White House. What was she referring to? If it wasn't bread, it it was like a little seating area. It's a ban- oh, a, a banquet. Yes. <laughs> she like, called it a baguette. Yes. So I take it if she runs for office, you won't vote for her. And it sounds like you're not going to be voting for Trump again. I didn't vote for Trump okay. in the first place. Okay. Do you think you're, are you going to get involved with the midterm elections at all? Absolutely. I think you have to. What I do you, mean, what do you plan to do? I'm not telling you. <laughs> no, no, I'm not asking who you're going to vote, but are you oh. going to get involved in campaigning for anyone oh, no. or trying to get out the vote? Um, no, not. I mean, my mom, my mom, dad always said, you really don't want to talk about politics and religion. And I think it's a really, it's a really volatile, volatile time right now to talk politics with anyone because I'm not going to tell you who, but people are, it's just, it's, it's a, our climate right now, our, our political climate is not that, that not one that is open for discussion. I think that's too bad. And I think that's actually the main problem. You're right. But it's scary. Is that like conversations just being shut down? Like people on the left are like telling you what you can't say. And then people on the right are angry about this and that. And it's just like we get more and more and more polarized as we go further down this path. And then like it becomes like the conversation you're having with your dad where like you're you disagree on first principles and there's no way forward. No, no, no one can just agree to have different opinions, whereas you know, it should be, a, okay, that's your opinion, this is mine, but people are very passionate. They're either one way really far or the other way really far. And and you're in California too. I know. Which is like, <laughs> you know, not as, um, I mean, they're, they're more democratic. Right, in exactly. California, but at least in that part be, of the state. You would be surprised that people that voted for Trump that, you know, you're, I, I'm shocked that they did and, you know, get into a conversation and then you find out, that they're completely against what you're saying. And then it gets ugly and everyone gets quiet and you're like, um, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, it is. It is pretty, uh, yes. I've, I've never seen this kind of division. It, it is. It's shocking because okay. even, yeah. I just want to ask you one last question because you look like you're in such fabulous shape. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Thank you. What do you do to work out? Uh, I stress. You stress. <laughs> you burn a lot of calories stressing. I okay. honestly do. I um. That's what I I've been doing. I stress a lot. Like uh, in these houses, do working. they have any workout facilities? We had a gym in the Big Brother house, and we went in. The girls went in the first day, and uh, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I, out of all the like, we had a small little house, and we didn't go in the gym again. I don't enjoy working out, but I, you know, have a lot of stairs in my house. I always take the stairs on elevators. Um, my parents are tall and thin, so I kind of am lucky in that, but I do have like high cholesterol cause I love all the foods I'm not supposed to eat. So I'm on medication for that. Wow. But yes. Oh, so you just look this fabulous without really a, a workout program. Well, I used to do Pilates three times a, uh, a week, but with all of these jobs being back to back to back, I really fell off the wagon. <laughs> so until I get back into my little Pilates studio, but when I fall off, I fall off for months at a time. It's sad. Plus, Ron Artest was hogging the bench press the whole time. <laughs> he went that all the boys were in the gym like three times a day. Really? Yes. Well, There's nothing else to do. Yeah. Really nothing else so to boring. do. So um, boring. Okay. And then, our, so we're going to see you on Marriage Boot Camp. And if, do you have a next thing that we need to know about? Nope, but I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gosh, Open for, for bookies. She's looking, her, looking, her up looking, for, looking for a job. Slide into the DMs. Put her <laughs> right. up. Well, like, so you can't slide into somebody's DMs unless you guys they, are following each other. That's right. Well, yes. Everyone's like, hit me up for my DMs. I'm like, it's just, it's confusing. Send her a follow request, then slide into her DMs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he said. Okay, everybody. Well, listen, Brandy, it's been great talking to you. Brandy Glanville, everyone, tune in to Marriage Boot Camp Reality Stars Family Edition on March 9th. That's a Friday. Starts at 9 o'clock, both on the East Coast and the West Coast. So I'm assuming the mid- middle section of the country, too, on WeTV. And come back and see us again. Thanks, Brandy. Absolutely. Thanks. All right. Thanks.